Welcome to the Go Harvest Tim Price podcast. I'm so thankful that you're here today, and I want to share on the topic of five important things that never go out of style in ministry. I'm recording this sitting down here at Beulah Camp in beautiful southern Illinois, and it's been inspiring and kind of reminded of this topic even as I participate in this week of camp. But I also just wanted to let you know that you might hear random nature sounds. So thankful that you're joining me, and we'll jump in here. Welcome to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast, where our mission is to equip and encourage ministry leaders. We're so thrilled to have you listening to our podcast, and our prayer is that it will be helpful to you and your teams. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to reach out to us at timpriceblog.com. We'd also be honored if you would subscribe and share with others. Heading now to today's episode. Styles come and go in ministry. For many preachers, Suits have become obsolete. Overhead projectors once were used by churches, and now you never see them. Short choruses from the 1980s are almost non-existent, and many people never pick up a hymnal in their church. Colors in church buildings have changed, decorations have changed, production has changed, the way we do worship has changed. Weddings are often held in barns and anywhere outside of the church these days, and basically, I just listed a few things off the top of my head of styles that will always be coming and going, ebbing and flowing. However, there are some things that will never go out of style in ministry, and here are five of them. Number one is prayer. It may seem obvious, but prayer is the bedrock to ministry and a life of faith. As we are connecting with Jesus, constant communication, daily times of talking with him, then a work is accomplished that will never be accomplished otherwise. Fruit from a prayerful ministry will be abundant. And apart from that connection with Jesus, as he tells us himself in John 15, we will never be able to produce. So prayer is never going to go out of style in ministry. It's always going to be a foundational part. Number two is personal connection and love for your people. Jesus loved people and connected to them on a personal level. He called them by name. He looked them in the eye. He asked them questions. He genuinely loved people. Even in an age of online services and digital mediums, which all have their place, the close geographical and personal interaction will always be the primary and most preferred medium for connection. That personal connection is going to make a difference in your ministry, and it will never go out of style. And that's not to say that it's not good to reach people on a global level or through video or through mass communication of any kind. Any way that we're able to share the love of Jesus with people is awesome. But one thing that will never go out of style is close, personal, closely geographically tied connections with others right around us. Number three is food. People always respond to food. And I hope these aren't too basic, but so much of friendships and relationships in scripture were built around meals together whether it was lunch uh, on the beach or whether it was the last supper or whether it was the miraculous feeding of the 5,000 and the same is true for us and whether it's uh, refreshments during a group gathering or with your team or a party of some kind or dessert in your home or uh, lunch in a restaurant together Jesus always was using meals to to uh, kind of have a marker for his disciples to make memories. 
And I think I just mentioned lunch on the beach. I guess it was actually breakfast on the beach at the end of John and one of the pivotal points for at least Peter. You can use those meals as pivotal points to sit down with somebody and invite them in to ask them to join you in some kind of ministry or some kind of connection or some kind of support or to call out somebody's gifts or to invite them to participate with you. And food always is that kind of connection. And it's also awesome that we have this opportunity to just know people. It goes along with other aspects of ministry that really are about loving God and loving people. And there's a pace that comes when you are having food together. Even sitting down for a cup of coffee or a lunch together, the pace slows down and you're able to enjoy each other and engage in conversation and getting to know somebody. So food will never go out of style. One thing I always think is funny after serving on the road with several different various denominations across the board, every denomination claims to be the denomination who loves food. And in reality, everybody does. So you go to a Methodist church and they say, you know how Methodist, we love to eat. And you go to a Baptist church and they say, you know the Baptist, we love to eat. If you want to have a way to connect with people, invite them in and have a meal, offer food and gather people together in the name of Jesus. Now, to stop one more moment on food, it's also a great indicator of hospitality. And that is a part of ministry that Jesus did just naturally because of who he was. And I always think of that when I'm ministering in events with student ministry or adults or conferences or camps or any of that stuff, that food plays such a valuable part in that. We really want to make sure that we're, you know, providing the kind of discipline that comes from eating good food and what we need for fuel and not necessarily uh, overeating and, and kind of just party all the time type stuff. I've noticed that we um, travel and serve and every event we go to is kind of the once a year party for that area or that community. And as a result, we do have to be careful about what we get and how often we have snacks all day long and all that stuff. But I know that the hospitality factor is such a major player. And so food will never go out of style in ministry. Number four is scripture. The methods of reaching people may change, but scripture will remain constant. And you can't teach any one person everything they need to know about Jesus and provide for them in some sort of format everything they need to have to connect with Jesus. What it comes down to is teaching the next generation and disciples of all ages, in fact, that scripture is going to be where you kind of remain in contact with God's holy, active, and living word. The Spirit of God at work through the words on those pages of the Bible that you have. That God is at work in that, teaching us and showing us in our hearts what's wrong and how we need to make it right and giving us the tools for living life, for understanding salvation, for growing with him. So you can never go wrong with teaching and speaking and reading and meditating and memorizing, singing, digesting, sharing, and loving God's holy word. Scripture is always going to be a part of ministry and it's never going to go out of style. And as I say that, it makes me think that there's a chance that this might have a, um, a weird connotation like, well, we only do scripture because it's in style. Well, the fact is that we do scripture we live it and breathe it and love it because it's God's word. He calls us in it and through it. And so we trust that. And, and we don't want to necessarily just do it because it is in style. We do it because it's an anchor in our faith. 
And um, a couple of things I think about that. A lot of times we'll put scripture verses on t-shirts when we print them for student ministry camps and other events that we're a part of. Other times I'll post scripture on social media. And if you look at the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Tim Price blog, or our Harvest Ministry page, facebook.com slash Harvest Ministry, you can find um, evidence of all kinds of places where we have just shared scripture passages for people. I also like to share scripture verses on Friday mornings on the weekly Faithful Friday podcast, which is a five-minute podcast each Friday. You can just search Faithful Friday wherever you're listening. And those little bits of scripture help shape us. It's also important to do Bible study and listen to messages and sermons and, and study the God's Word, but even if you just see one verse, it makes a difference in our lives. And then the fifth one is calling people to a deeper walk with Jesus. And that is never going to go out of style. No matter your age, no matter the age of your constituents, no matter what the setting is, people need an invitation to take the plunge into discipleship, into faith, to trust God with their very own hearts and lives. Call them to follow Jesus. Give them opportunities to live the life of a believer. Ask them to commit. Jesus gave his disciples opportunities to declare. He said, who do you say that I am? And he just asked people to begin to declare it. We want to make creating disciples a priority. One time I was sitting with a group of boys at some kind of event that we were at and eating hot dogs. I remember it pretty well, just going around the table saying, what are you going to be when you grow up? And the first boy said something about basketball players and Another one was some kind of sport athlete, famous athlete. One of them was going to be like a a lawyer or something like that. And they went around, all five guys answered. Most of them were about sports. And finally, when it came back around to the end of the table, they're all eating their hot dogs. And I said, huh, so I guess none of you want to be a preacher, huh? And I don't usually ask that question and hardly ever say it. Sometimes I get into conversations about that with calling with young adults and whatnot. But that day I was just kind of having fun and being silly. And they were all quiet for a minute, and I said, so none of you wants to be a preacher, huh? And finally, one little boy pipes up while he's eating his hot dog and says, well, I guess I could. And I've always wondered about that kid and wondered if the seed planted that day from that quick little question that just was kind of fun for me. But the way he responded gave me a sense that maybe the Lord was going to work in him in a way that would uh, be miraculous and and kind of uh, just unbelievable in that sense that that little thing could could take root. And so I've always thought about that. Give people an opportunity to respond to Jesus. Call people deeper. And there's a lot of ways to do that. And you don't have to do it in in a super spiritual way or over the top. Like you don't have to be a professional minister or, uh, you know, right in the middle of everything to, to ask people. But you can do that with your kids or your grandkids. You can do it with people who you're around on a daily basis, friends, neighbors, or co-workers or people in your church. Everybody can benefit from having someone call them, invite them to walk more closely with Jesus, to walk in a deeper faith. And that might look like inviting them to trust when things don't look like they're going to turn out very well. You say, we've still got to trust the Lord. Or inviting them to think about what they're doing with their lives when, when it seems like nothing is going right. When we're calling people in a deeper walk with Jesus, then we have this opportunity to extend the question. It doesn't mean that we think for him or that we make the commitment for him. 
I've heard it said that God has no grandchildren. Everybody has to commit on their own. But what we can do is create the conditions of inviting people in and asking them, do you believe? Are you following closely? Have you read God's word today? So those are five things that will never go out of style in ministry. And I hope that you are accomplishing these in a daily way as a ministry leader in your church or in your home. Prayer, personal connection and love, food, scripture, and calling people to a deeper walk with Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I hope that you have an awesome week and thankful for your partnership and ministry and kingdom work and wherever you are and whatever you're doing. I'm trusting that God is at work in you and things are moving and rolling. Keep building the church. Keep trusting that God is at work in you and that, that your, uh, your hands and feet matched and coupled with God's Holy Spirit alive in you will, will be powerful in, in being a light in your region, your community, your home, and your neighborhood. Thanks again for being a part of this and love to have you share this podcast or to uh, share it on social media or with somebody and love to have you rate it and, and be a part of it with us. Subscribe and we uh, have a new episode twice a month on Tuesdays. On Thursdays, twice a month, we have a worship leader podcast and every Friday, Faithful Friday. And I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Thanks for listening today. We hope this has been encouraging and helpful to you. Stay in touch with us at timpriceblog.com. Until next time, keep following in the footsteps of Jesus and lifting up the name of the Lord. Thanks for your work and ministry.